Welcome back to Box the Box. It's Rez and Alex. Hi, Alex. Bonjour. Uh, match day one is done. Yes. And uh, we're in we're in very good moods. We're in very good moods. Uh, I think I'm a little bit better in, in the mood that you are. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we're gonna talk about a couple of things uh, today. Uh, the key thing being uh, VAR was used. VAR. It sounds weird when people say VAR. Yeah. No. I it's, don't it's like it. VAR. It's VAR. It was and you have to make the TV signal <laughs> yeah. when you do it. I just did it. Exactly. And you, uh, not you, we're going to talk about uh, how VAR was used, a couple cases. I think a couple of situations it was used correctly, but then mainly had some issues with it. But we'll talk about that later. Um, but before we get to that, let's talk about uh, the weekend. So yes. We games on Friday, one game on Friday, games on Saturday, and then we just finished watching... Uh, Two games on... St- Today. Yeah, I've, I've, I've watched way too much <laughs> soccer for the last... Yeah, we both have. I think I watched... I didn't watch nothing on Friday. Watched... Oh, you didn't watch a Liverpool game? No. Oh, okay. I was working. Uh, watched almost... From we like watched like we watched like every Saturday game, but in like in bits. Yeah. And then today we watched from 9 till one thirty. Yeah, 1.30. Solid sessions of viewing. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts? What's... Uh, what were you, like, what was your like other than the Arsenal game and then for me United Chelsea? What was like the the marquee game for you? The marquee game, like which one was like what game stood the biggest out to you? Like, what team? What game stuck out to you the most? Because I, I think f- coming into it, everyone was going to talk about United Chelsea as like the right. two top six teams going at it. Mm-hmm. It can be that, and we can talk about that unless you have anything else in mind. I mean, honestly, for me, the biggest shock. Was Brighton Watford? Yeah, Brighton. Uh, so like we were gonna talk about one team that impressed us and one team that disappointed us, and I think Brighton was the one that impressed me the most because I had them, I think, eighteenth or nineteenth in my predictions, mm-hmm. and I mean, we talked about the attacking management that's gonna go into play this season, and and really paid off, and they got a clean sheet against. A decent Watford team. No, yeah, it was that was really impressive. I picked Aston Villa. Um, yeah, I would have if they gotten a result, but they didn't. I was just thinking more of like, as a as a as like a performance. What team impressed me the most? I think Aston Villa was unlucky to get they were to get, to get three goals conceded in the last what like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Yeah, like and Dombele scored in like the seventieth minute, and Kane scored yeah. in the eighty fifth and ninetieth minute. But overall, I think their team is pretty. Um, Pretty solidified, and I think they're gonna with the investments that they made because everyone was comparing them to Fulham and how they kind of splashed all the cash um, early in the summer. Uh, I think it was a big, big performance for them and going away, uh, away to. They were so close. They were really close, and I think that team is gonna. I think they can continue that performances and keep everyone fit. Uh, They can probably, I think, stay up. Uh, One team that disappointed you, Everton. Everton. Yeah, Everton was like. Not really bad, good. and I think that was the most boring game that we watched as well. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Like nothing was. Literally every game in the in the ten a.m. games, w- which was three p.m. London, uh, not London, England time. Uh, there was only one goal, and the one goal was an own goal until like the I think like sixtieth minute. Sixtieth minute in, they were all nil nil except for the Watford game, which was one nil to Brighton, and it was an own goal. And the Everton game. Uh, we were watching that one first because we had a few p- fantasy players, and I think I it was just like 
on paper the most exciting, uh, but it just wasn't. Also because of Zaha. Yeah, the well, he was on Zaha the bench. Suppo- no, but the fact that like those are the two teams that he was like. What do you uh, actually? What do you think of that? Um, when apparently when he got subbed in, uh, he got a big roar of applause. W- would you have expected that? If I was Zaha. No, no, no. If you like from Crystal Palace fans, like him, want a trans, uh, handing I a would transfer be, request. No, I would, I would be expecting booze. D- you were, you would expect. Yeah, those. I didn't well, know that. They, 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 yeah, they, they like were applauding him. I mean, I think it just goes like. It's a, I think that's more just them showing that, like, hey, like we actually like care about you, care about you, and we want you to be happy and play for us. And um, if I was, if I was him, and I watched Everton play, I mean, Everton looked really, really bad. There, I can't think of one really standout b- performer. Yeah, it was really bad, really boring. Their key players weren't uh, performing well. Sigurdsson came off way too. The whole the whole, sub, sub, really the whole substitute the the, the subs. The, Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> the substitutions there we go. Uh, weren't. Um, everything was just off. I think uh, with that okay. performance. Yeah, I think so too. Even like Crystal Palace didn't do much either. Uh, needs to, s- it needs was to say that we just sort uh, again, of again, again, like with Zaha coming in, they he brought a bit more firepower. But before that, like Van Anholt maybe had a chance. Townsend was okay. Uh, there was, and then there was a red card for Schneiderlin. It was just like, okay. Keen got his first Premier League minutes, which is cool to see. I think he's going to be very exciting to watch. Um, and I th- I think that's it about that game. Were you shocked um, at the score lines for City and Liverpool's games? 4-1. De- definitely not 5-0. Liverpool. Definitely not Liverpool. I think Man City, I'm a little shocked to see how lopsided it was. I would have expected more like 3-0. Uh, and maybe West Ham could have even gone a goal. I mean, I I didn't watch a game. I didn't wake up at seven thirty a.m. to watch. Uh, two fantastic resu- teams. Mm, well, it's debatable about saying Man City is a great team. No, I'm joking. Uh, but uh, I mean, Man City is just too dominant. Like like uh, the front three isn't even their preferred front three. It was Mara's Jesus. Well, and St- well, Sterling is, but. Mars and Jesus, you barely see starting half the time, and they just went off. Jesus got a goal. Uh, Mars got two assists, uh, and also won a penalty for Aguero, which is where VAR was used. Um, and West Ham just looked sloppy. the The crowd was out of it after uh, during the second half. Like half of them left. Like it, it just wasn't great for them. Yeah. Um. No, I I agree. I think I was. I was expecting wins. I was expecting dominant performances, but again, mm-hmm. I was. I, they just folded so quickly. I actually thought, I, well, you didn't watch the Liverpool game. I actually thought Norwich at times were kind of decent. Uh, Pookie got a goal, so maybe he can uh, definitely get ten plus goals this season. Um, there was a, I, I don't, I don't remember his name, but number fourteen on Norwich, um, uh, who like an attacking midfielder he was finding lanes to he was finding spaces to dribble into or pass to pookie and he really impressed me can are you trying to find his name yes i forgot his name todd cantwell yeah cantwell he was really good i think he was the one that um he picked up a lot of points in fantasy as well he did yeah he got like 14 15 points and there's a reason to that because he played super well uh Buendia was a little quiet. Um, 
I love their fullbacks. Max Aarons and uh, Jamal Lewis were actually decent. Uh, their um, their two center backs actually aren't their main center backs. They have close on Zimmerman. Uh, and unfortunately, the first goal of the season was an own goal, which is a bit uh, unfortunate. But the result was expected. But um, from what I saw, Norwich can 100% put in performances against other big teams. Yeah. And uh, I think today's key fixture, and the week's key fixture, uh, United Chelsea. What are your thoughts before I before I just start? Yeah, um, I think Chelsea have a very very good chance of finishing outside the top six this season. Oh, I know it's one game, but uh, and they can de- definitely pick up the slack. And it, it, I'm not. I'm trying not to get too carried away, but. I mean, you see Leicester and Wolves draw nil-nil. Uh, I mean, there are two teams that could overtake them, uh, overtake Chelsea. Um, I mean, after the first 15 minutes with Abraham, Tammy Abraham hitting the post, uh, it it was all Man U in my opinion. And, uh, I, like, there there's no star player in my opinion. Do you think that has to do with the mindset in the direction that Lampard wants to have or do you think that's just the reality of the situation that they're in that they signed Pulisic they have a transfer ban for January and they can only sign players again in, th- in the next summer and they're just stuck in this situation I think it's a bit of both I think I knew everyone knew including Chelsea fans that this was going to be a transitional season uh, they don't they don't have a star player but maybe besides like Conte but they're going to be they're going to have to uh develop into how Lampard wants to play. Obviously, Mason Mount knows how to play his style, and I actually thought he was probably their best player today uh, at Derby. Um, and, like, Jorginho, I think, is completely useless without Sari, without him being that uh, uh, one midfielder in the 4-3-3 three, three, um, system that Sari was doing. But now they're playing a 4-2-3-1 who who was the other wing? It was it was um Pedro and I don't even remember. Oh, Ross Barkley. Yeah. Like they don't like I, I, they don't offer that much and they need a main they they don't have like with Man United, like you guys have Maguire who's just a big body and like he is just a g- big presence there. Like and then with like Arsenal, like we have Aubameyang who's the golden boot and then like with Liverpool you have Salah. You have w- you need at least one Your player. Your trump f- cards. You need you need at least one player from each side of the pitch, where you're like, okay, they can be a threat. I can't see anyone on that team be a threat. Um. Yeah. No. No. I agree. I think they're in a really to sum up fortunate situation. Yes. Sorry. I I just have to use to sum up Chelsea's performance today. <laughs> I'm a fun guy. <laughs> Uh, no, I definitely <laughs> perfectly placed. I think uh, they're in a really they're in a really bad situation. Um, I think I think uh, I know Chelsea have high expectations um, every season, but I think you need to be patient this season because I don't see I don't see them doing much this season. So I had two big problems with I, when I saw their lineup. I had two first thing two two things came to mind right away. And I think there are key problems into how they're um, addressing their situation. And again, it goes back to it's Lampard's first season. He was a Derby County manager last year, and they do have a two-window transfer ban. And that sort of ties into what I'm about to say. But the first thing that I thought was 
wow, they're putting a lot of emphasis into the guys that they loaned out last year. I mean, specifically, yeah, I'm, so I'm looking Zuma, at Tammy, Zuma, Tammy Abraham, and, and Mason Mount. And Mason Mount. Also, not, Zuma was really bad. Really Probably the yeah, worst he was player on really the bench. But I'm more focusing on Abraham and Mason, Mason Mount. Mount because those were positions that they had established, experienced Premier League players in. Yeah, Mason Mount, from what I know about Chelsea, is making his Premier League debut for Chelsea, and I think so was Tammy Abraham. Uh, maybe uh, for like, Chelsea, maybe like cup games. Tammy Abra- no, Tammy oh, Abraham, no, Tammy Abraham played for Swansea. Aston, oh, for Swansea or Aston Villa? S- well, oh, Aston, Aston Villa last year, Swansea in the Premier Swansea League. in the Premier, yeah. yeah. But my point is to put those kind of players, and again, it's because of the fact that what Lampard has seen in them in the Championship last year, specifically Mason Mount. Mason Mount, I was surprised that he didn't, and I know he's like a super sub, but you would think that maybe you would put a Giroud or someone up top that actually can maybe cause trouble up top. and Even a Batshuayi. Even a Batshuayi, someone that has experience and he's played in big games, but to put two, in my opinion, I don't think they're Chelsea caliber, maybe Mason Mount, but... It was the wrong game to play. I just think right. it was the wrong game to introduce them, introduce them into and to... I actually thought Mason Mount was probably their best player, though. He was he lively, was, Do you but think he's a top six player quality? No. Um, right he, now, now no, but he can be able to. Yeah, make I mean that it's a jump. tough game to like get someone involved. Yeah, what about Pulisic? What do you so think about? So I was that was my second thing. You, sp- you're looking for a key player. You just hold Hazard and any other team. When you sign a seventy or fifty, sixty plus million signing player, why are you not? St- well, uh, we didn't either. Well, that's for injury and fitness reasons, from what I understand. He wasn't injured. He just came from. from Came back from the Africa Cup of Nations, so that, that, that that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a fitness reason. Pepe, why why would you not play Pulisic to start? Right, he's had a full preseason. Is it? He's had a full preseason with Dortmund. He's fit. He's healthy. He wants to play. It's a Premier League debut. The guys played in Champions League semifinals and maybe was he in the Champions League no, final no, no, for no. against Bayern? Or was he no, not? Was he not in the squad? Like, that was like year. dude. He was a t- well. He was well, in the squad like when he was like seventeen. No. Well, that was well. He's twenty now. That the Bayern B- Dortmund finals like two thousand thirteen. I mean, he's been he's Anyhow. been in he's been I think at least quarterfinals. Champions League, Champions League, Champions League uh, experience. experience. But my point is, and there was a lot of coverage on it from NBC. I'm worried that he still has like the USA label. Yeah, on Yeah, it's him. really annoying, honestly. Because of, like, why not start him? Why not? You have a bunch of players that you've loaned at the championship. Yeah, you if you if and you you're were prioritizing them over a player that you just signed from Borussia Dortmund for seventy plus million dollars, dollars, euros, pounds, yeah. yens, whatever <laughs> thing you want to use. But I d- I just don't get it. And he came in in a really unfortunate situation. They scored two goals in like two minutes, and at that point his presence is just useless. And he couldn't really. He had maybe like one or two good plays, um, but. That's my. That was my biggest. So as a United fan, I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, this is great. We're gonna go up against players like Ross yeah. Barkley, Zuma, Mason Mount, and Abraham." Like, I would actually be more worried if I saw Ross Barkley, Mason Mount, Pulisic, Jura top, and then maybe and then like even Conte, Conte. And Ju- Jorginho in the middle. I don't know why Conte. Th- I know. I he don't was know. Like, he was like kind of injured, but he played the last twenty minutes, and he was. Doing he stuff played, in the first... He played really well, and he gave like yeah. Rashford a hard time, and he was tracking back, and he gave us a hard time at some times. But, um, I, yeah, I don't think... I, I'm curious to see how Chelsea plays out with the rise of Wolves and Leicester, and hopefully with the way that they're spending. I think we were saying like Everton, we thought we're going to be about that like 7-9 to nine place. Yeah, around there. 
and then we destroyed them. No, but like, in, look, look, look at yeah, us. Like, uh, like yeah. we, like we signed McGuire on Monday or whenever it was, and we, he's he's straight in the lineup. Like, we're not gonna ease him in, or like we want to put him right away. We want Juan Soccer to go right. He had away. a preseason, but he had it with Leicester. Yeah, but he also didn't train like last week. Oh, really? I don't think he did. He went in an interview. He was saying a lot of. He, uh, he I missed lo- a bit of training. A lot of people. I, I don't know why they say this, but people said Manu had a disappointing window, and I disagree completely for us it was the best window literally since um 2012 13 i would say like since like and i don't, and I don't, I don't post ferguson uh, era oh 100 i think i said this last time but it was the way that we looked at the squad well the problem is uh, you really need to you need to heavily rely on martial and rashford though yeah, but today they showed that they can do it against a they team like Chelsea. Can, but can they do that consistently? I think so. With the way that L- Lingard performed very well. Really? I think he played very I well. I think he was okay. He was he, decent. He, but from, like from what Martial and Rashford, from what oh, I, norm- I think, outshone him. From what I normally... Uh, yes. From what I normally see of Lingard, and I think he's very over-criticized, I think he played pretty well. But from what I saw from Rashford, Martial, James coming in, even Mata coming in, McTominay leading things from the back of midfield. Um, I think these guys can put in performances every week, as long as they're kept healthy and rotated sort of I, um, every now and I then. I still think you guys need an out-and-out proven Premier League striker and then either play Just Martial. Just to have support. And then, yeah, and either play Martial or Rashford on the left or maybe even play both of them on the wing because um, they can play there. And then one, like... Not really uh, more attacking uh, midfielder because, I mean, I like the midfield of Pogba, McTominay, and Pereira, but I ca- uh, none of them are very attacking. McTominay ho- uh, holds back. Pereira is more of a box-to-box. Pogba just, uh, you know, sprays balls uh, like the one where he... Uh, the second fir- goal. Yeah, his first... No, the third goal to Rashford. Yes. Uh, Rashford's yes. second yes. goal. Yes. Uh, I think... Y- if you got that, like, if you got Bruno Fernandez, then we would talk about how, like, how, mu- like, that one player would have made a huge difference in how good that transfer window would have been. But I still think you guys, you guys really now have a hundred percent a top three uh, back line in the Premier League, in- in- including De Gea and Goal, who yeah. was really good today. And I think it would really only be against Liverpool and Man City that are that are higher in terms of a back four. Yeah. But who who stood out for you today? Uh, who stood out? I think um, I'll start from who I was first really disappointed in. The first 30 minutes, I'm just yelling at Pogba because he just was jogging lightly around the field. And I think as the game got on and... Second and a half, he was just four, on a different level. Yeah, he w- it was... It was it sucks because I feel like he's the guy that like he needs to be motivated. Like, not that I think. I know he needs. he's the guy that needs to be motivated and he needs to be like, hyped up to play really well. Like once two three goals were in, he was he was just doing things that were. Just, it was like France Pogba, yeah. But both both assists were insane in their own ways. Like the first one, it was just a perfectly weighted ball no. to Rashford, yeah. And the second one, it was just a 50, 60 yard run, and and I thought that I I, scored. I think I was calling. I was like, oh, he's not fast. Like he's too slow. He's gonna get caught up or yeah. like lose the ball. But no, he played a really good pass into James. The player that I think stood out the most, I think, was Maguire. I think from. Just look, comparing it to who we had yeah. in the back. Because let's be honest, Young gets, we, we give him a lot of crap, but 
he has played like just average but okay when he scores free kicks every now and then and like against Barcelona he plays like pretty well and he's put in like some good performances the first leg I think oh okay um, like that second leg was no because like he's had yeah. moments like when again like Watford he scored like two free kicks in that like he has some games when like genuinely like I have to say like oh if we didn't have Young like we would have lost that game yeah so but let's not but let's not get it twisted <laughs> the, yeah. the upgrade from one from Young to Wan Bissaka is astronomical is astronomical um a word that sounds better with a british accent than an american accent astronomical um but um i think maguire was just on a different level i think lindelof really fed off him i think it's going to improve lindelof looked good lindelof looked really good i think a couple hiccups here and there honestly i i from when I, what i watched i didn't see anyone that played poorly and De Gea was solid De Gea like, was a, apart apart from De Gea the one the two, I mean, he couldn't do anything about it, but the, the two post hits, yeah, catching everything was caught, like and punching and punched, yeah, point five tennis points, right? I think so. Uh, or like point two, yeah. Um, I thought you're, but ma- yeah, I think Maguire. Yeah, I mean, like you can, you can give the man of the match to honestly five players. You could give like, it to Maguire, Maguire, Wambasaka, Rashford, Martial, and Pogba. I think those yeah. were the five that stood out for me. I just have to give it to Juan Bissaka. Yeah, no, he like, was. Like, even, uh, not just last year, but uh, I remember when we were still on Toga and I was looking, trying to find, like, hidden gems. I see this, like, Juan Bissaka guy and on Crystal Palace. I'm like, who's this guy? And then yeah. I watched one game. I'm like, oh, okay, he's pretty good. No, it's... And then he did it again last season. And it's crazy the how way he he's dri- only... Oh, the yeah, way he yeah. dribbles is just so, the, the way he moves is just different. Yeah. And if you actually look, I looked at it a couple times, he actually gives the guy a bit of space. He baits you. He baits you so well. He gives you the space. And I actually saw, we had the back four. Um, I think it was, who was on his side? James or? I think it was Lingard. L- Lingard was on his side. But basically, because as like the, the, I think the ball was on the other side of the field. So you kind of shift into like a right center back position. And then your right midfielder mm-hmm. kind of slots in the right back. He gives some space, waits for you to pass the ball to the left winger, and then within half a second, he gains like five feet on you or ten feet on you, and he's in your face. Yeah, yeah. And he's just really physical, and he's not afraid to like slide and get. And a couple times, like there were like low driven balls being passed around, and he would just like like Block throw it his with fo- ease, yeah, yeah. With, like, his heel or like something. It's a bit like um like unconventional, like unconventional is the word, like unorthodox, unorthodox defending. Um, but yeah, I think he's, um, I think he's, especially with the Lukaku sale and that sort of like lowering our net spending. Yeah. Um, it was such a bargain. I agree. And he's only played like 40, 50 professional That's games thing. before he, that. He only got hot last, like maybe end of the end of two his, years ago. Yeah. End of the all of last 17, season. 18 yeah. season, which is crazy. Um, it's going to be a good, um, fight between him and Ta. Oh, trying to Alexander Arnold. Arnold. All right. Main topic of the day. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. Sorry, I I just wanted to give my take on Arsenal. Okay, I'll give you... I'll like, just like two minutes. You have... So I'll, I'll just... I'll 20, 25th minute. Okay. Go. A- at a time. Okay, we won 1-0. Away from home, clean sheet. Um, I honestly was kind of scared because the lineup that we put out was the one I ex- actually expected. Uh, because obviously Pepe came back from AFCON, 
Lacazette was like 50-50. Davalus just joined. Tierney's injured. Bellerin's injured. Holding's still getting back uh, into full training. Uh, I'm definitely forgetting a couple people, but uh, Ceballos uh, a bit injured, but I thought the young guys played great. Guendouzi, you watched the game with me too. So uh, Guendouzi was really good. Willock, when he played, he only played 60 minutes, was uh, kind of disappointing, but during those 60 minutes was probably our best player. Reese Nelson was great on the left side. Uh, Chambers was rock solid. I actually thought he was better than Socrates. Uh, Monreal surprised me. He was decent. And Maitland-Niles with a great interception, great ball, Aubameyang slots at home. And I'm really happy because I think that'll bring us momentum into the Burnley game. And I legit can't remember the last time that we won our first two games of the season, which is huge because we played Liverpool third uh, in our third game of the season and Tottenham this fourth game of the season. And last point, Mkhitaryan needs to go. Mkhitaryan, li- y- y- did you see the stat? It was bad. He he lost the ball 15 times in the first half. He also lost his hair. He has the avatar arrow. Yeah, it's really bad. <sighs> yeah, bad. But yeah, uh, I mean, like, I mean, there's a couple negatives, I think it but was a, yeah, it more was a, positives, definitely. Yeah, it was a tough game for you guys. I think it was Newcastle turned out to be a little more stubborn than we thought. Yeah, they didn't. But it was like also, m- but it was also a bit of poor play from both sides. But th- I think your best players were your young guys. Yeah, I was which I'm really it. happy about. Yeah, I'm ha- and I'm also glad that Mustafi wasn't in an 18. Yes. All right, main topic VAR. So. I so hold on. There were a couple cases. Okay, so the first case was the Man City West Ham game, which but there were a couple cases in oh that. in that game. Yeah. So the first one was the offside goal, which Sterling scored. Offside on Sterling's offside, he scores the ball to Jesus. Jesus scores. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So that's they called that out. So here's my. I think so. I think the I think the overarching message is that this is a very new system. It's catching everything correctly. We're just not used to it being this tight. And I, I think Arlo White said it perfectly. Is it bad if it's always correct? It's not bad if it's always correct. It's just, but it's like, just, it's just, an, it's just annoying. It feels and it's weird. So, it feels very weird because that goal would have counted because it literally looks like, and if, even if they show it as offside, which they always do, like on the TV coverage. Yeah. Let's go. Oh my God! It's very tall. It's very tall. And then, <laughs> and then we're all like, you give the when like when in doubt, you give the advantage to the attacker. So, and we, that's that's the last of it. We would never talk about it ever again. And now we're just sort of for the next couple weeks, and it's gonna keep. Ha- I I also didn't expect it to happen this much this early. Yeah, I thought first. I week. genuinely thought like it would be we'd be like game week eight, and like it would show up for the first time, and we this whole moment like here comes the VAR, like here it comes, and then like yeah. we all here on the PA system, but um. But no, it was crazy. Like, like it ruins the celebration. Like, you go crazy. Like, ah, oh, we scored. And then, like, a minute later, like, what? It got called back? Yeah. I. So, that was the first case. I think, and again, the overhaul, the whole... It, it the was whole, literally an armpit off. Everyone keeps saying armpit. I don't know what that means. It was, a sh- it was <laughs> it like was your a shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. I everyone keeps saying armpit. <laughs> it's a shoulder. Because armpit's smaller, I guess. It was literally, like, just your tip of your shoulder... Was a was a bit offside, and again, it's correct. But Sterling hit the gym. Yeah. <laughs> what was the second case? The second case so was the, the penalty case. Well, technically, the second case was Sterling's second goal. Oh, that's right. So this is the case that I actually was hoping VAR would be used more for is goals that we think are offside, and they actually turn out to be valid goals. So like, but it, no, it it 
I don't think they called it offside. They checked it for offside. They checked it for... Well, it's the same the thing with the Sterling the f- goal. The, the, I mean, the Jesus disallowed goal. It's the same thing. No, yeah, but, but my point is... You're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, But the third the third one was the one that annoyed no, me No, but most. my point is that it's cases where the, fir- the, the Sterling pass... Okay. It's something that we all thought just doesn't doesn't need to be checked. Right. It, it was kind of like... Be, but because it was checked, we saw how close it was. It reminded me of uh, the uh, Man City Spurs game last season in the it, Champions yeah, League exactly. final. Yeah, exactly. Where Man City scored, I'm like, they won. Yeah. And then it gets called back, like, how? I did, there was nothing exactly. to it. And then it somehow... But, the, was but the Sterling goal, when he chipped it over... That's a case where everyone kind of thought, oh wait, yeah, oh, he, he might be been, offside. Yeah. So we go, let's let's go to VR to check it. So that's just kind of two different I ways. I think of what you're trying it. to say is, I like it when they check the actual player that scores is offside or not, and not like the previous play that. I like it. I like to have it checked when we think that there is a case for offside or a not, case. Oh yeah, not yeah, just yeah. like okay. let's just check it because and then oh it's, oh he's point oh one millimeter millimeter. Let's go off. back to let's that. go back to yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's like. But the third incident was the one that, that caused controversy. Bad. So Aguero uh, missed the penalty. Fabianski saved it. And then Declan Rice cleared it. And then it got retaken because at first we thought... we both I was thought, so confused. At first we thought Fabianski uh, had both feet out of his line. So he wasn't on his line. Well, the rule is you have to have one foot on the line. Which he was. Which... I don't think he did. No, because he did. They like they called it on Declan was, Rice. I know, but his heel. I was looking at it because at first I thought it was a, he was off his line, and like his heel, like slightly, his like his right heel was slightly off. If even if like one part of your foot is on the line, you're fine. Right. Okay. But anyhow, yes, we we all thought it was because of Fabianski. Yeah. But then we see that it's because of Declan Rice and he encroached. Okay. Can I ask a question? Is yes, it? of course. Okay, I don't know what that accent was, I don't know. but it was it was Rice and Holler that were next to each other, and Holler was actually more, more in front, front of Rice, but they called on Rice. Is it because he cleared it? I think so. Why? Uh, side con question: <laughs> Is it a rule that if you're taking a penalty and you the can't keeper rebound saves it, it, so Aguero couldn't touch it? Yeah, he had to hold on and wait for someone else to. Yeah. That's a bad rule. They 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 implemented it towards the end of last season. Like, okay, that's we're a bad do this. rule. They added a couple more because that's like saying when you take a corner kick or a penalty or any dead ball situation. Like another one is like uh, for free kicks when it's three or more uh, defensive players in the wall, you can't have an offensive player in that wall. You know yeah. how like they m- yeah, yeah 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 you can't you, do you that can't anymore. Do that, yeah. Um, I think that's harsh. It's it's very harsh, but it's again it's right. It's right. It's the right call that we're not used to being like talked about and looked at. Um, overall, I think it was a... How would you grade VAR this weekend? I mean, like, on a human error point of view, obviously it's going to be an A+. But in terms of... Like, what's your gut? Like, my gut? Okay, so the f- I think... In, in just this game or... Just the across the weekend, because it was used at a couple of the games as well. I mean, even the Man U game used it, but it was everyone knew. Which one? Oh, Rashford's goal. Um, Rashford's goal, or like the the like no, the penalty. I think used VR oh, as well. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, but it was very passive. We all knew it was me called. I'll give it a B. I was gonna give it a B minus or B a C minus. Plus. B minus. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. 
Uh, I mean, like the I I like how they're implement. I like the one thing I do really like about it is that they don't go to the monitor. It's it, very it, quick. It, it's very quick. Yeah, I like that, but it it needs time. It needs time, but I also think that they've said that they are willing. They're open to feedback, so I'm hoping that it gets refined and okay. sort of iterated on throughout the season. But um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I just hope it doesn't become a thing that stalls the games and you end up getting like eight minutes of so, out of time because of a, a call. So the incident that happened today was Wolves Leicester. So what happened was it was a corner. I don't remember who took it, but then it hit Willie Bolly's arm, and then Den Dunker. Uh, I think it his. I think hit he hit the arm. rebound. Yeah, he hit the rebound and he scored, but then they called it back because it hit his hand again. And the ru- what? It's a handball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- they're saying um, no matter what, even if it's accidental, I- if it hits your hand, it they yeah call it back. I think that's a, the right call. Uh, the people were 50-50 on it, but I think that was the right call because it is the rule. Uh, but it did cost Wolves two points. Yep. But, I mean, VAR is VAR. VAR is VAR. All right, so what we got next week? The so game's on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday? S- yeah, there's one game Monday, which is Wolves Man U. That'll be a good one. At Wolves, um, Man City Tottenham is the afternoon mm. Saturday game, which is going to be a good one. There are a couple in the next and game, couple game weeks. And Chelsea Leicester is on Sunday. Um, that was the person that whistled on the podcast. <laughs> Everton Watford is a decent one. Southampton, uh, Liverpool and Liverpool B, which Southampton, of course. Uh, and also match day three, uh, Arsenal go up against Liverpool at Anfield, which is an automatic just loss for y- us. Yeah, just good luck. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am actually going to the arsenal Burnley game yes. at the Emirates. First game, uh, first home game of the season. I'm excited. I hope Pepe. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Uh, I, I was going to say Pep, like Pep. Yeah, Boy, I don't know, know what you're saying. Uh, I hope Pepe starts. I hope uh, Lacazette starts as well. And even David Luiz, I, I, he... He'd be cool to watch. Um, and I hope also, I hope Ozil and Klasnak are safe. Um, yeah, that's kind of becoming pretty serious. Yeah, apparently they were targeted again a second time. It wasn't like a knife fight or carjacking, but they were targeted again. So that was the main reason. Because I was confused because last week they played in Bar- both played in Barcelona. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they'll be ready for yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. And then... I think it's because the event happened in London. The first, the first one. Yeah, like if it happened. No, no, no. no. It, another one happened. Is what I'm saying. No, I know. I'm saying I think because the first event oh. happened in London, they have to keep. They had to keep it like sort of like. Within yeah, but the game was at Newcastle. Is what I'm saying because like th- I think it was the reason why they did is because they would have moved away from there. Uh, they wanted to keep their family. That's what safe. I'm saying. If this happened in oh, like, if it if it happened like on tour, like in the U.S. or something, or wherever they were. But do you see what I'm saying? No, I don't. <laughs> because the event happened in London, okay, and because their family lives in live around like in the London area, okay. When they leave or like when oh they, like, like I see if the okay, game okay, happened okay. in like if if they got like if it was farther confronted away. in like China or like in Japan uh, okay, on tour, okay, I see, I see, and the, yeah, okay. But um, anyhow, I hope that it kind of get resolves and we kind of move on because yeah, that's I that's when sort of. Events like that. I would love to see Ozil play too. I was talking. Sorry, it's fine. No, I was saying that that kind of stuff sucks, and it starts when it starts to impact like the sports events and like the sporting yeah aspect of their life. It kind of just 
apparently they got arrested, which is good. Um, good. So hopefully they'll be ready for Saturday, and hopefully we can get the three points. Yes. And you guys are playing Wolves away. What do you think? Uh, I feel confident. I feel... Uh, uh, last year, what was the result? They beat us at home. They beat us at their home. What was the score? It was 2-0. I know you I know you guys drew at Old, Old Trafford. No, we lo- I know we lost. Oh, okay. 100%. Yeah. Um, and you guys lost to them in the FA Cup, remember? Yeah. No, yeah. It was... Uh, I, but I feel good, though. I think only... I mean, you can only be confident when you win, when you beat Chelsea 4-0. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, that's all for today. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe, follow on uh, all those podcast platforms. We're on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram. Alex is gonna do a nice live our first session Instagram story. We've never have we done one. We've done some IG stories, but we you, have? But you're gonna do some uh, some on the ground reporting. Yeah, from I the will. Emirates, B to B at the E. And I'll try to do my best to. Once again, get on AFTV. It's going to be course. very hard, but I'll try and even talk to like the main guys like Robbie yeah. or Troops and DT. Sweet. All right, A. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that again. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.